we started it uh, to give ourselves and other developers out there uh, hope and another option uh, when they, you know, maybe saw no light at the end of the tunnel. They made it clear that they were going to employ a very strict console-like curation strategy for Quest. What it's resulted in is a very high-quality store where um, most apps that you download can be trusted to be of high quality, free of bugs. The flip side of that is it's made it extraordinarily hard for developers to get feedback on early projects that aren't necessarily ready to make it through that entire Facebook uh, approval process. When did you first start putting together the idea that you needed to kind of have this alternative route? Quest launched in May, and it was around March that they announced the strict curation process. And at the time, they released uh, some example pitch documents. And um, within a couple of days, we had our pitch in. So we were probably within the, one of the first batches of developers that got declined. Um, so we kind of started to realize what, uh, you know, fairly quickly when we noticed a lot of other developers were also getting uh, declined as well, we started to realize what kind of a landscape that we had. And uh, rather than be disappointed that we were declined, um, it was pretty obvious that there was a gap there. There's a, a huge amount to be said for a high-quality uh, AAA sort of caliber, even within our little scope, um, of games on the main store. And, and this is absolutely essential for new users to be able to get the best possible experience from VR. And I honestly think Facebook and Oculus have done a fantastic job with their marketing campaign around the Quest. But as you said... Then there's a lot of people who are kind of left left out in the cold, and and you know these these people arguably are the indie developers who propped the industry up until now. So, uh, SideQuest was just you know it was a way for us initially to be able to distribute our own app, and um, you know we were working with a, a closed community of developers at the time, and very quickly it became apparent that this could be useful uh, to a lot of people. How do you have both of those? sort of positions in your head at, at one time? Is it difficult to sort of get rejected, but also understand uh, the reasons why? When we were first rejected, it was extremely difficult. And it gave me a, a really good understanding of the, of the mindset that a lot of these other developers are in uh, and the sort of choices that they're faced with. So I can really understand and appreciate that. And, and I think that coming from that mindset is really what's given us, uh, you know, the ability to be able to deliver SideQuest in a way that has as much possible benefit uh, to the users and to the developers that we can is because we've, we've been in that seat. You know, we've been there. We've been building a game ourselves. And we understand that it is a risky process and it takes a lot of time before you can potentially see a return. Um, and with that kind of long-term investment, it can be difficult, uh, very difficult to be able to uh, be told that maybe there's no way for you to be able to meet the latest and greatest flagship uh, device and the, the market and the community that kind of comes with that. We, we have about a third of Quest users uh, on SideQuest. So wow. um, six months ago, we were faced with a, a choice as to whether or not we're going to, um, you know, stop developing our application or, or pursue alternative routes. And uh, SideQuest basically became the alternative route. So we're really excited. Uh, our game was originally called The Expanse at that point. That was uh, more of a project name than anything else. It was never intended to, to be finally called that. But we were excited to uh, bring it in line with the SideQuest uh, branding. So we're calling it uh, SideQuest Legends. 
and uh, we're very excited about a beta uh, that we'll be releasing uh, very soon and uh, yeah working towards uh, uh, coming out of beta in the next couple of months and being able to provide a really cool platform for people to hang out and play games you think you've got one third of quest users using side quests yes what can you say about those numbers uh, you know more specifically uh, how sure do you, how do you make that guess and what can you say about the popularity of side quests there's no obviously public numbers around how many quests have been sold, but based on what we believe is the case, we think that there's maybe between six to, to 900,000 quests sold so far. And on side quests, uh, we have about 210,000 users. Um, mm. So yeah, it could be, it could be anywhere from uh, sort of 24 to, to over 30% uh, of the user base of, um, of the quest are on side quests. So significant user base to people yes. who are sideloading their content. I think it really shows that sideloading has kind of evolved to a state beyond something that just a developer uses. I think it's it's the new experimental tab. When Facebook announced the early rollout of the hand tracking feature and then devs immediately started turning to side quests to push out very small uh, experimental projects that use the hand tracking and for lots of people out there, I mean, can you can you say uh, how many people started downloading hand tracking demos over the holidays? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, some of the longer running resident apps, like for instance, uh, Sunshard, uh, which uh, was actually accepted onto the official uh, Quest Store after they um, they developed on SideQuest, um, but they released a hand tracking demo where you could play God Mode. It ended up with you know ten thousand downloads within a couple of days. Um, it was starting to creep up on Sunchart itself in terms of how much uh, downloads. But exactly as you say, the, the hand tracking is a really attractive new feature that people want to play with and they want to get some feedback on. And it's it's really nice to see. I think we maybe have eleven or twelve different apps now leveraging the hand tracking. And uh, I'm really looking forward to T for God. Uh, word on the street is that that's going to introduce hand tracking pretty soon. So that's. That's majorly exciting. Um, I, I'm, I'm excited to see hand tracking applied to uh, an actual game um, as an addition rather than uh, just a hand tracking demo. You know, Facebook has been, they warn people that sideloading could put your device at risk uh, mm -hmm. in, in some of their language. Can you explain why they would give that warning and uh, whether there's anything uh, users can do at home to make sure that their device stays secure, even though they're sideloading content? Sideloading really opens up uh, a ton of opportunity, and you can find any app online anywhere and install it onto your device. So the same, the same kind of approach applies to how we deal with software that we use anywhere. You should really only use software from uh, trusted sources and, um, and make sure that uh, you stay well clear of uh, any of the uh, pirated content, uh, because a lot of that often contains uh, malicious side objectives. I've got the URL here. It's, it's for anyone that hasn't tried SideQuest. Uh, there's a short URL. It's sdq.st slash download. That's and correct. That should get you started on SideQuest. One thing that's part of the process that's kind of a hoop to jump through is you have to tell, you have to go to Oculus website and tell them you're a developer and more or less sign up as a developer and then activate the developer-only feature within uh, the Oculus app on your phone. And then you uh, put the headset on for a second, tell it to connect to a PC, and then uh, assuming you've got the SideQuest app installed, you should be able to now uh, sideload apps. Um, 
Can you can you talk to me about what some of the most popular apps have been and what sort of scale of distribution they've been able to achieve via SideQuest? It was only very recently, actually, a lot of our apps have started to hit milestone numbers, shall we say, specific uh, large uh, large double numbers or, or, or um, significant numbers anyway. But, um, you know, working down through the most popular ones, uh, Crisis Brigade was something I was talking about quite a lot lately. You take on the role of somebody within a, a, an elite SWAT team and you've got to try and uh, uh, eliminate various enemies in a, in a bank uh, sort of a surrounding, which is uh, fantastic, uh, really polished and works quite well. And up until very recently, it was the most highly rated and most downloaded app on our platform. And the significant milestone that it hit recently was 50,000 downloads and only counted as one download per user. So it's it doesn't include things like updates or or any, any reinstalling. Um, so those numbers are, are fantastic. And it really shows that this game obviously has quite a lot in terms of uh, engagement and interest and popularity. Um, so apart from Crisis Brigade, we've got titles like T for God I mentioned before. Uh, we've got Physics Playground. We've got Deism. It's a strategy game where you can pretend to be God, which is uh, which is fantastic. You've got Pavlov too, right? We've got Pavlov. So Pavlov uh, is kind of um, blowing everything else out of the water. I think Pavlov is probably one of the finest examples of what's uh, possible on Quest at the minute. So in terms of gameplay and, um, you know, just being able to to um, enjoy most of the uh, essential features that you've got on the desktop, Pavlov. But then I don't hear as many people talking about this, but the aesthetics, the graphical quality of Pavlov is actually quite phenomenal. Um, you know, so it's it's really, it's, it's an amazing game. I can't wait to see it on the store. Uh, Dave has worked so hard on it and it, you can really tell. And um, yeah, so far already within seven days, it became the highest rated app on SideQuest and it continues to get more and more highly positive reviews and uh, more and more downloads. So I can, I can say that pretty, pretty confidently within a couple of weeks, I think it's going to be the highest downloaded app on SideQuest as well. So Dave, you've done a fantastic job on that, on that, and and I really, uh, I think it's amazing. I think it's really, really well done. I don't know if it's fair to call it a gray area in in where you operate, but you know, I explained it earlier in our interview where you have to tell Facebook that you're a developer, and they really could change how they manage their system at any time. Yes. So I guess what's the risk of shutdown, or what is the end? Goal. I mean, in terms of how potentially we could be shut down or, or made redundant down the line, it's something that's always kind of on my mind. Um, but what we've done to sort of mitigate this is that we've proactively pursued an, a, a positive relationship with Oculus. So I've I've spoken to Chris Pruitt uh, several times, and um, I think I think that we have a great relationship, and we have a we have a relationship whereby we can share what plans uh, we've got. And uh, Chris has given me an early heads up of changes to the content policy, allowing me to act accordingly. And uh, I've also informed him of new updates and new features that we're planning to roll out into SideQuest. So uh, as it stands at the minute, um, I really, really enjoy that uh, relationship. And uh, rather than it being a scenario where we never talk and it's a kind of a cat and mouse uh, position where they uh, try to um, they try to make, uh, you know, they try to posture towards making some kind of changes to prevent us, and then we try to work around those. Um, I think that we have our place here in uh, the ecosystem, and that we serve a certain purpose, and that purpose is really, really valid right now. 
Um, and I'm, I'm just, I'm excited to see where SideQuest could go in the future. There are obviously quite a lot of different things that could happen. In terms of uh, where we're going down the line, I think uh, we'd like to just keep trucking on as we are, because I think there's one important thing uh, is when you do something right and people like it, uh, you probably shouldn't change it too much. So we want to stay in this position as we are. We want to keep the service free for users and free for developers. So we don't, uh, we don't take any cut on any sales uh, in terms of any of the paid apps on SideQuest. And we won't ever do that uh, because we'd like to maximize what developers could potentially earn. Um, but yeah, so uh, and, and in terms of the ad, uh, the ad revenue that we've recently added, it's, it's fantastic. It's certainly paying for the bills. It's allowed me to uh, leave my full-time job and to work full-time on SideQuest. So I'm excited to be able to continue to work on that, to continue to deliver features, and to be able to continue to work uh, with Oculus to be able to give uh, ultimately the best and easiest experience that we can to the users. One, one thing that we do talk to Oculus about, or I've been working on actually for several weeks now, is uh, trying to introduce features that could help to protect uh, users who use SideQuest. So, uh, we've been working on something for a number of weeks. It's called uh, Safe Side. Uh, we like to throw uh, side into our naming conventions every time we can. So it's a crowdsourced initiative, and it allows uh, users who come across uh, malicious content and malicious apps, what they can do is submit them to us. Uh, we scan them within their browser, and we uh, send unique identifiers to our server so we can store these. Uh, and what we plan to do then is to add some checks and balances into the SideQuest desktop app so that if it detects one of these malicious apps, it will pop up and warn the user before the app ever makes it to their headset. So that's one real benefit of having SideQuest being a standalone application running on their computer is that we can actually help to protect the users before they ever violate uh, the content policies. So we're really excited to be able to roll out these features. We're really excited to be able to help uh, protect and keep users safe and uh, to help them sideload content uh, without any worries.